Welcome to the Beasting with Brian podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hanley, obviously. Anyways, I just wanted to make this redone intro before I posted our last whiskey blog, the audio in the beginning, and I don't know if all the way through, because to be honest, I don't listen to the whole thing. Um, that's for you guys. I already had the conversation. I don't like to edit, but with this situation, I really had to let y'all know that the audio kind of is not the best. So bear with it. It'll be fine. It's actually pretty good. I guarantee you I'm going to have one uh, with a couple people live coming up pretty soon, especially with the holidays. But uh, I wanted to drop this. I've been kind of putting it off. Uh, I had a lot going on this week. But uh, anyways, enjoy. Peace with Brian Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. I'm here again with Andrew Garcia. Finally, finishing off our three our initial whiskey. Uh, what's going on, Jeff? Living the dream. I think, anyway. Between um, technical difficulty, uh, difficulties at home. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. Domestic we're fine. difficulties. Domestic yeah. difficulties. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bro. Uh, I guess this this is the first time I'm saying a baby's on the way. So officially. Congratulations, man. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, bro. Congrats. Crazy, man. Crazy. Whole, whole slew of challenges. None of them have anything to do with the baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A whole different kind of stress. Yeah, it's all intrinsic. None of it is intrinsic. <laughs> Excuse my venting. Eh? All right, so we're rounding it out. I, I touched base on my on the last podcast I did, just saying like where we were at and what we were doing. Uh, Henyo, you got the. Uh, Yes, sir. The La Santa. I'll tell you, man, I've been waiting to open this bottle since we started this damn podcast. It was my favorite bottle, like, aesthetically, and I'm, like, so excited, man. Fire. fire. Steve, you got Nepal Castle this week? Yes, sir, Nepal Castle. Love it. We have the Basil Hayden, which uh, I'm appreciating even more because it has my initials on it, so... Uh, it's just, right. I think it was meant to be. Um, that's probably what it is. Anyway, so now that we've kind of rounded out, you know, I don't even know where to go with this right now, man. Because like we've literally talked whiskey. We've kind of given our each opinions on them, and finding is that we have similar similar you know what I mean like we yeah, all, man. Well, it's... we all prefer different ones but I feel like we all find the same characteristic whiskey good yo the other thing about this is that it's a, like honestly I love bourbon but like I like I love I, I mean scotch is amazing bro and you know, I got the Irish open, of course. I got the bourbon open, and I'm like, I need a, I need a scotch, bro. Like, <laughs> and I didn't want to open it until we did the podcast. 
So bro. I'm excited. <laughs> bro, I was uh, – we didn't get to do one last week, but um, I was drinking – I started with the I started with the Napaw Castle and then I was like, you know, fuck it. I got Glimmer Glimmerangie open too. Let me let me have some. And then uh from like well day, I keep getting I keep getting alcohol, but I keep getting rum. So now my like yo, my collection is looking more and more fire as the days oh, go. Dude, for my birthday I got so many bottles. <laughs> What'd you get? It's amazing. I got a bottle of a Taiwanese whiskey. No. Yeah, Taiwanese, bro. Taiwan whiskey. Really? Dude, it is smooth, man. That shit I, never, is I heard of the Japanese making whiskey. I didn't know the Taiwanese were making whiskey. Dude, Japanese whiskey is fire. But this Taiwanese one, it's real smooth. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's almost sweet. I like it a lot. And then my wow. boy Felipe got me a bottle of um 18 year of it, bro. And I just been staring at it. I'm like, don't open it, don't open it. <laughs> wow. 18 year Glenlivet? Yeah. Wow. You should save That's that. For- That's good stuff, man. I don't actually maybe you shouldn't save that for your wedding because you'll end up finishing it and forgetting your forgetting the whole day, man. It's like my mom <laughs> said, bro, did you did you Get the whiskey to look at it or to drink it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, bro. Let's get started on these tasting notes, man. I'm excited. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Henya, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this was these are, uh, you know, sherry cask finished, aged in American bourbon casks. So sherry wine has probably been over it a bunch already, but it's, you know, that like, like, I don't know. A sherry cask finish almost adds like a, like a raisiny flavor to a mm. whiskey as I've mm. had it. So like, I'm pouring it. It smells sweet, man. It smells super sweet. Uh, in the bottle, not so much once it's in the glass. Let's check it out. Ooh, that's smooth, man. That's smooth as all hell, bro. Is that your first taste? My first taste. I just opened the bottle. Oh my god! I I cheated. I started uh, trend from last. Yeah, week. no, oh, bro, I was weak. Believe me, I, I was like, I was like, should I do it? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I opened my bottles up because I'm I'm at the I'm at the store with the guys, so I'm all like, you guys tried this, and they're like, nah. I'm like, well, yeah, try this, and then I give it to some custom, a couple of my uh, regular customers that come through. You know what I mean? With the what? The Nepal Castle. Yeah, with the Napog and um and the Basil Hayden, I had them try. I had a couple of the guys try that because they're always drinking the same stuff. Like they'll go to Black Label or Doers, and that's all they'll drink. Maybe they'll diversify and go to Buchanan. So I'm like, let me upgrade you guys real quick. Welcome yeah, to the oh world yeah, of single malts and shit, bourbon. You know, dude, single malts so good. Yeah, dude, this is it's just sweet. It's a little um. Dude, it's a scotch, like through and through. You know, there's like, absolutely. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's not trying to be anything more than it is. You know what I'm saying? And I love it for that. It's, it's a little bold right away. Kind of like uh, you get a lot of spice, right? Like maybe a little, peppery, but like, you get the. It's very much a, a sherry cask finish, bro. You just you drink it, and then on the end, 
as it evens out on the palate, you get that like that sherry taste. Man, yo, this is good, man. This is dangerous. I'm lucky. I'm happy this was my third one. This is real good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not getting anything. Dude, like I like, and that's what I meant. I'm not getting any crazy flavors or tastes or anything, you know, just fruity a tiny bit and smooth. It's not, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just good. That's all I got for you. I'm not, it's not nothing exploding at me. It's just a scotch. And that's not a bad thing at all. Talk about your feelings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had those. It's finals week, man. Okay, next week. <laughs> Dude, don't even start wow. about that, man. That shit's been fucking me up. But no, dude, this is good shit. If you drink scotch, um, you'll love this. You'll absolutely love it. 100%. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, the, the sherry cask one especially is, I think, the La Santa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think that one is exceptional, man. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I know what it is. I know what, what about it makes it so good, but I 100% agree with that. That that has to be – I mean, Glen Morangi has always been one of my favorite whiskeys um, slash scotch, but um, – but, uh, whiskeys in general as well like you know what i mean like if i had to put i guess if i had to put a top five together it would probably be in my top five the la santa you know you know noticing right now though it's not super smoky like that peatiness usually turns people off to scotch you know you'll give them like a a 12 year anything really and the 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 first thing they tell you is like oh it tastes like a campfire yeah you're not really getting that i mean you do get some smokiness it's there but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Especially you find that with the Isla, uh, Isla Scotch. They use a lot of the peat in the process. Like uh, if you get a Laphroaig, which is pretty, very peaty, man. But it, I like Laphroaig. But it's, uh, it's if, you, if you can't deal with the peatiness, then <laughs> you're not going to enjoy it. Wow. You know, I've always liked smoke, smoke stuff, so I feel like. I don't know. I don't know. Like since we just started doing this, I, I haven't drank, drank, drunk. What's the proper terminology, Stevio? Have uh, have not, not drunk. I scotch often in a long time. Mm. To talk on the peatiness and whatnot, I am not a. I'm definitely not a good person for that. But uh, anyways. I'm glad you like that Glenmorangie, Glen though, man. That's uh, that's what you know. Back when uh, I just couldn't even drink legally. <laughs> yeah, right. Really? Ah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like it's a long time ago now, man. Huh? Well, probably, I probably I probably just turned twenty-one. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> No, dude, this this bottle is not gonna last. This is amazing. No, no, it's a shame. It's so expensive, you know. Yo, it's did like you, standard? Did you end up? If going- I with bourbon, I'm I'm much more likely to get like a cheaper, not cheaper, but like you know, like a thirty dollar bourbon, like you know, even like a Four Roses, like Four Roses is fantastic. It's not yeah. super expensive. 
Yep. But with Scotch, I just had somebody, just had somebody recommend Four Roses to me. What's up? I had somebody recommend Four Roses to me the other day. I seen a bottle of it in, in another liquor store. It was like fifty dollars, but I, I didn't read the label. I just looked at it, saw the the price, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not buying that today." Yeah, that might have been the next one up because I'm I'm pretty sure I've gotten their like I forget what it is like a you know like their whatever like their most standard batch. I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. I used like twenty five bucks or something, and it was delicious. Expensive. I've had a handful of times. It's really old fashioned. Really. Actually, yeah, dude, it's great. Bourbon in general, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I, I agree. Actually, you're a bartender. What do you think? I think so as well. I think the, well, you know, the old fashioned. It's got fruit. It's got the cherries and the, and the orange. It's got simple syrup and a little bitters. So I think the smokiness, and people do make old fashions with scotch, but I think the smokiness is like, um, would throw it off a little bit. Yeah. Could add to it if it's not too overwhelming. Honestly, I I might even try making an old fashioned with this uh, Glenmorangie. That would probably wouldn't be too bad at all. Oh, it would be very interesting. You know, I mean, it would probably be amazing. I, you know, I don't buy the whole thing that, and I, I give people shit. Like, you know, when you got a real good whiskey, be crap if they mix it with something, you know what I mean? Like if they, yeah, little juice or they make a, I don't know, whatever they do, right? Like I always give people shit, but at the same time, if it doesn't mix well with other things, is it? Can it actually objectively be good? Because then it actually tastes good. If it doesn't mix well, it doesn't taste good. That's a good point. But there's also a difference between like, you know, like if you're making like an old fashioned or a Manhattan versus just having like a Jack and Coke. Well, I don't don't, know. More from a mixed drink to an actual cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. If you drink, you're already on the wrong page, man. Don't drink. Soda's bad for you. It's it's (laughs) worth it. This is true. (laughs) Let's say Coca-Cola. This is a shout out to you. You're worse than alcohol. There goes all sponsorship, bro. We're, we're going we're going on the, the the same way as uh what's his name? Ronaldo when he moved the Coke bottle from in front of him on the press conference and the Coke mm-hmm. stock dropped at the same time. No, I'm Give playing me water. No, I'm playing. Give me whiskey. No, I- Hey, I you know Coke got the vitamin water, so I give them I give them uh two thumbs up for the vitamin waters and uh when they bought Glasso or I whatever. Think, I don't think I don't think Coca Cola as a company is malicious. I don't think any. Well, okay, let me. Don't even say that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I caught myself. Dude, are we, are you gonna go down a rabbit hole, man? We, we gotta we gotta stick to the whiskey here. Man. No, we don't. That's the whole point yeah. about. Bro, the whiskey opens up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. It unites the one entity being that flows continuously through all living things, plants. I can get behind that. I think I I saw that on an LSD trip one time. Everything (laughs) you just said. No, I never tried LSD. If I if I suffer from PTSD after uh, (laughs) after. Honestly, after this baby comes out, then maybe, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe that'll be a, 
something to help that out. I don't know. We'll see what the government allows, you know? Yeah. Right. Whatever makes them money, that's what they'll allow. Yeah, seriously. Not always, man. Because weed makes a shit ton of money, and they don't allow weed. Well, they, I think that's just because they're, they're mad because they know they're wrong. Everybody knows about, like, like, it would decimate the cotton industry and fucking paper and all types of textiles and shit. Like, hemp is... This is the 1800s, man. We don't need cotton. Cotton? Yeah, but it's still a fucking multi-billion dollar industry. And guess yeah. what? I don't, I don't think cotton's going to go anywhere, though, with hemp. But, I mean, hemp still has room to expand. I would love to... uh get invested in that but it's it's a huge endeavor man you know yeah, start wearing hemp clothes i don't care i'll wear some hemp clothes <laughs> i ain't wearing no damn drug rug though <laughs> drug rug is that is that hipster them shits just look dusty bro i'm sorry like people like they're they're they like wearing them bro them shits are dusty as fuck is that <laughs> they, they, they may they make they can make some better quality ones i've seen them but it's just the the market isn't there for it you know what i mean i don't want to is that look that like a, I'm wearing a friggin' beanbag on my head either. Or whatever, you know? I don't want to sound offensive, but is it that one where it looks like they're trying to mimic like Native American um, stuff? You know what I'm talking about? Like the skateboarders wear? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 You remember that? You remember that one book where the dude became an arrow? Oh my God. Henyo, you would know this one. He became an arrow, and then he hit the sun, something like that. Fuck. tripping, man. Let's move on to the to yeah. whoever got the bird. <laughs> move on. We're uh, talking about Icarus, bro, where the father and the son no, escaped no, no, the jail no, no. with the wings, and they different, melted. Different story. It was it was like a it was like a Mexican Native American story. Anyways. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Henio said, "Keep it moving." So. Yeah, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, if I try to stay on that one, we'd be on it all day because I can't remember it. I'll I'll figure it out. Anyways, where were we? Got, got that uh, Basil Hayden. Oh, I'll talk about the Basil Hayden. Hayden, I'll tell you something I didn't realize till right now that uh, Jimmy Bean Distilling Company is the one that makes it. Really? Yeah, uh, man. Uh, the funny thing is, I've had Basil Hayden before, and I just don't remember it. And it's probably because I was in a super. That makes sense. They they must have yeah. Jim Bean must have bought out the uh, Basil Hayden uh, family or something because yeah, pro- probably. probably. J- Jimmy Bean is a huge company down there. Look, look, man, history. I leave that to the historians. But I'll tell you something, man. This bourbon, it is extremely smooth. It, uh, you know that smokiness that it hits you with that spice, like that all bourbons have. Yeah, um, where does that come from? The um, oh my god, those dudes told us, man. The ch- um, isn't it charcoal? No, 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 no. It's the other thing. Like when they don't, they don't use corn. They use something else or something like that. Mm. I thought they did use corn. Oh. oh, the rye, the rye. It's from the, the rye. 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 That's what it was. Yeah, the rye gives it the spiciness. That's what it was. I knew it was something like that. Anyways, it just hits so well. First of all, the bottle press very nice. Isn't that a pretty bottle? It makes a friggin' statement, man, with the giant B and H in the front. It's like, yeah, 
You went for something, boy. B H ball hair. No, um, ball hair. Brian, <laughs> go with it. You know what I mean. Um, mostly Brian Hanley though. Basil Hayden, Brian Hanley, it goes together. Um, <laughs> uh, no, honestly, this is like I like bourbon. I'm slowly getting into it more. Um, by slowly, I mean as my my pockets will allow. But uh, I've been a for Irish for so long, but I didn't realize how delicious bourbon was. Bourbon's so tasty, man. Dude, I started at Basil Hayden just to like bring people up to speed on my journey and y'all especially. But um, I think I had Old Forester. I've had Four Roses, but Old Forester is where I I had like their ninety six proof or something, and I was like, damn, this shit is good, man. And then. Obviously, when we went to, um, was it Litchburg or Lichtenstein? Litchfield. Litchfield. There we go. We went to <laughs> Lichtenstein. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a, that's like a tiny country. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the country, but every time I think of Litchfield, I think of Lichtenstein. I've never. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Like, and I've been on this kick, like All America whatever you know it's not popular right now so that kind of makes me want to i don't think it ever has been huh (laughs) like internationally i don't think it ever has been popular internationally it's always been popular it still is popular but i mean like domestically pun intended you know what i mean like americans don't they don't like their privilege um Fucking crazy as shit. Because like that's what's gonna keep us together, man. Like that's what we are, motherfucker. It's I think America. bourbon will revamp the American spirit. Pun intended. Is, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> bourbon is the American spirit, and that's kind of like where it kind of got back. It's a little spicy. It's not politically correct, and you know it'll punch you in the face, but it still will give you a kiss on the lips to remind you that it loves you. You know, it's like an abusive <laughs> father that that raises you right. Uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> you know that role that Denzel plays in in the movies where he's a father figure. Yeah, like uh, in um, what was that one? He got game. What? I don't need to like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need to like you. We, we, you got a roof over. Here. You got clothes. Yeah. Bro, I you, got, you got my food in your belly? It's my job. I am your father. <laughs> I am a man. Anyway. You drink the, you drink the whiskey and you uh, and all of a sudden Denzel father figure pops up. Dude. <laughs> Look, one of my favorite movies of all time, Training Day, right? It almost makes me want to become a narc because I, I think like, yeah, I'd be a great Denzel on, on the streets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but at, but if you really think about it, like he he raises Ethan Hawke. I don't remember the character's name, but he raises Ethan Hawke to be a solid detective. He doesn't get the credit for it because he gets killed at the end. But I'm not going to give spoiler alert. I'm not going to say spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Training Day, you use a bitch. But anyway, <laughs> yo, I, and it all goes right back to Basil Hayden, bro. Like you know, 
Basil Hayden, you are training day. Yeah. If you do not drink this, drink we have a problem. If you drink Basil Hayden, this that's that's what should be their model. You drink Basil Hayden, you will become Denzel Washington, as you've seen him. This is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I, no, I know what you're. I know what I know. Your overarching message. You know what's so difficult with talking to you, talking to you both, is that you guys understand me, and so I, you don't have to elaborate. Yeah, man. Like I know for a fact, people don't understand me. Oh, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, Steve doesn't get this reference, but I know you do. Yellow lockers, bro. Yeah, bro. All day. Dude. And you know what's funny, dude? Uh, you, Me and you, Brian, we've had conversations in front of people multiple times where I hear people go, what the fuck are they talking about? And somebody <laughs> else is just like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we're saying the most ridiculous shit, but it all has a message. It all has a message. You remember what we used to do? Like, um, we used to do those challenges, uh, like what people do now. It's pretty much like, um, what are, what are those motherfuckers called where they try to pick up chicks, pick up artists? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you somebody random and you like talk to them. Yeah. Remember we used to do that? Yeah. Not as pickup artists because that's kind of gross, but you know what I mean? Just as idiots. Yeah. 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 I, I will never forget that one time. I'll be like, yo, I'll go up to that guy, I'll shake his hand, I'll get his name, I'll. And I'll move on and straight up did it. And I say that like I'm proud of it, but I'll tell you what, yo, you've never been on the train with Stevie O'Hanley, bro. That shit. <laughs> another level, bro. That motherfucker. Yeah, I know he's on this podcast right now. That motherfucker will talk to anybody. <laughs> it's a good thing. Man. You got to be, you know, you got to be personable, bro. Dude, it's part of the human experience, bro. We're we're here with everybody else. Yep. Oh, I agree. Steve, you missed your calling, bro. You should have been in the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. I always I always think back on uh how I how I would have been in the CIA. Too bad. Followed exactly. through on learning all the other languages that I never finished learning. You know? mm. Or the DEA. You were all you would kill it in the DEA. Yeah. Uh, that was my world for quite a while. So yeah, the opposite opposite side of the war. Yeah, I know, but you know how that goes. Yeah, well, we'll get that. Let's not get to. Why don't yeah. you talk about uh, my kiss my castle, um, kiss on the kiss hill, the kiss of the hill on the castle, or kiss me on the castle on top of the hill. I don't. <laughs> One of those. It's got a terrible joke. <laughs> hill of the kiss. You can poke my horn on the pole castle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm cursing in Irish. Oh man, what a what a what a wonderful uh, single malt Irish whiskey. Um, you introduced me to it, and you were like surprised I had never heard of it. I was surprised I never heard of it as well. And I'm like, my God, single malt Irish whiskey that I have not tried. Not that I've tried all the single malt Irish whiskeys, but this is definitely something that you know, brighten, brighten up your day, you know, very, uh, smooth and mellow. I 
perfect perfect like balance on on the the flavor and the uh on the palate it's just like it doesn't hit you hard you know you get a slight spiciness but nothing uh overbearing yeah i almost want to say i get like a almost citrusy uh flavor That's interesting. Yeah, it's a it, man. I can. I think I said that. Much. Oh, I got my notebook right here. Let me see what I said. Hopefully, it's in here. Let's see. Uh, no pause. You got your notes, Senor? Yeah. Dude, I didn't even pull them out because I was like, "Nah, we don't need them anymore." And then now I'm like, "No, we do." It's, it's good to have them. I don't have any, so it's good for somebody to take notes. It's always a yeah, I didn't put plus, bro. I put no, yeah. For for you on the Napog, I got the um I think it was nutty, almond, yeah, hazelnut. Yeah, I did say that. I did say that. I'm just gonna go back to the other ones just so that we say it. Uh the basil hayden, the maple, the syrup, the vanilla, the pepper, the oakiness. Yeah, I got all that. Um uh, you know, we like the thing is is like no matter who tastes it, bro, you're going to taste the same thing. You know what I mean? But what's what I think is the most interesting about in general, the experience that each individual has. I don't Absolutely. know. What, I think I feel the same thing about um, wine. And I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. But whiskey and whiskey and wine, not because they start with W, but uh, I feel like there's a spiritual connection. To the spirits, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, no, you know what I mean? Wow, I didn't, no pun intended, honestly. But, like, I don't know, man. Uh, oh, I don't really talk about this a lot because it still creeps me out. But, Henyo, you remember Alex's wedding? Yeah. Dude, I came back home, man, and I had some, I had a, I had a weird ass connection, man. Like a third world experience, not third world. Um, the third. Were you hungry? Like what was it? You mean a third dimension or uh, outer, outer, otherworldly experience? You no, know, outerworldly experience. I won't get into it too much, just because it was kind of depressing. But yo, dude. At, Next time, ask my dad about it. Be like, "Hey, do you remember when Brian came home and started freaking out?" And he'll he'll be like, "Oh yeah." Oh, okay. Yeah. I dude, think I remember. Dude, that was a great. That was uh, uh, yeah, man, that was not good. That was it was not a good day for the world, uh, America. It was not a good day for America, and it had nothing to do with me. I just felt it. I just felt the vibe. You know what I mean? I had a That's great time. Insane. <laughs> no, that's the crazy thing. I had a great time at his wedding, bro. No time. Me and like when was this? Oh, uh, years ago. Probably because his kids. I was, too I was already here in Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh yeah, I was here in Connecticut. That's right. I already was here in Connecticut. It was right. Okay. Right. I. Yo, man. Watch. Alex, uh, podcast. A what? 
be lit. That would yo, we could just go for hours though. That that would be insane. A what podcast? Yeah, Vikings. Uh, sorry, Steve, you're not included in this, but a Vikings podcast. It's it was our old uh, elementary school group that Alex came with. Oh with. yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, I just didn't. I just didn't hear what you said. I thought. I thought you said Vikings or something else. I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's all. Oh, I said Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, crazy times. Oh man, I don't love drinking, but I love the experiences that I have with people, and like, you can't. Those are good things. It's interesting because I love drinking. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I don't. Like, I don't mean to say that I don't love the – you know what I mean? Like, I don't love being drunk, I guess, is the best way to put it. Boy, hanging out with people. And, like, even this is hanging out. Like, bro. This I, is just – yeah, absolutely. Dude. Like, we mentioned it, I think, last podcast. We're all in three different locations, yeah. and here we are, you know, shooting the shit. Dude, that's my favorite Damn part. Right. Literally, my favorite part of this is because, like, not to be – uh, weird about it, but like I'm gonna. I think Steve, Steve might have the same experience. Like it's hard to make new friends. You know what I mean? Because you don't oh, have, dude. Yeah. bro. You don't get those experiences. And like I have other friends that I could do like certain things with, but like those friends are also in other places. You know what I mean? It's hard to make those friends that are ride or die and whatnot that you're willing to. Uh have have a whiskey with i heard i was listening to another podcast a couple months ago and uh one of the dudes said it was like oh man i only drink whiskey with my friends and that resonated with me you know what i mean like i don't but (laughs) but it resonated with me because what that means is you only reveal the real version of yourself that you know is not going to be if it's going to be judged it's going to be judged in in a way that's not gonna demean your ego you know what i mean i don't know mm-hmm. like i don't know yo yeah, i'm just trying to be i'm just trying to be real on a random thought i was thinking about that in a pog because i really like it bro tell me i don't know tell me if you know what i'm saying bro the napog like takes it care of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. bro. Like, it's delicious and it's smooth and like I don't know, dude. I, I feel so comfortable when I'm having a Napog. You know, I'm it's so like, glad I'm so glad that we decided to do this. Like I bro, I couldn't have I I don't think I necessarily picked you guys. I feel like it work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, I picked you guys. This is all because of me. It's more like, dude, I knew this. Is, you, you two were the only other ones that I could think of to do this with because it wouldn't have made sense with other people. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I feel the whole, that. The whole camp. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But like, oh, yeah, there's no, no doubt in my mind going into this. All this, like, hell yeah, these dudes like whiskey as much as I do. Like the only other people I think who like whiskey as much as I do around me is my cousin who I think lives in Jamaica Plain and then my brother. Which is in Framingham right now. Which cousin? My cousin Jay. I don't know if you met him before. You probably met him before. 
man. Uh, you know, I met all your cousins. He puts it down, bro. You know, you know mm. what it is. Like I'm drinking the basil Hayden right now, and I'm like, dude, this whiskey is so good. This bourbon is so good. Can't wait to do like every time I drink one of the whiskeys at our at our sit- sittings. I can't wait to drink the next one because it's gonna be good. Smart. We're not drinking shitty whiskey, and nope. it and telling people, oh, whiskey is good for these reasons, good for this, good for your buck. Etc. No, we're drinking good whiskey only. Like, sure. Like, you get the most bang for your buck. You'll get, like, I'm sure we'll do blue label at some point, right? But that being said, dude, we're not going to most expensive whiskeys, nor are we going to look for the, like, we're never going to do Fireball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or, like, Maker's Mark or, or, like, Jim Bean. No, no. Like, Maker's Mark, I think, what is it, 45? 40, uh, I think it's 47. 47? Like, Maker's Mark, yeah. maybe, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're never going to – we're never going to drink whiskey. Well, if we, if, you keep, if we keep it in a niche where we're doing whiskeys that other people generally don't drink, you know, the top shelf – or even the the mid shelf that that you know people see it they don't know enough about it and they they're not willing to buy it because of the price and they just stick to what what they know yeah you know because of all the people that I encounter and it's like oh Buchanan oh uh, Crown Royal oh Jameson I love Jameson I'm not shooting Jameson down but I'm they they're names household names that you're gonna go to because you know them and you know. Whatever, but there's a whole world of whiskeys out there that some people are afraid to try for for whatever the case may be. Yeah, and I think we have a, a like I said, a niche where we can, you know, people could see. And, uh, oh, wait a minute! You mean this? The, there's other whiskeys out there that I, I can go ahead and try. These guys drink them and they like them. You know, because how many yeah. how many times have I offered a whiskey like per, recent experience from the Pope Castle? I you know I show the guys they're like, what kind of whiskey is that? I'm like, Irish whiskey. You want to try it? Yeah, try it. They try it. And they're like, whoa, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, Steve's Steve's on something else here. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> on something, you know. <laughs> uh, like absolutely. I I don't I don't think that you should ever off, offer somebody that offer somebody something that you don't believe in. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's like, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to make that joke, but um, you guys don't even know what I was. No. Uh, <laughs> trust me, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My last Write it down for later. Uh, yeah, no, it would be offline. It would be offline. No, but I don't believe in offering somebody something that you also don't believe in. Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand how we are still in this day where you can buy somebody out advertisements. I I don't want to be bought out by like anything that I don't agree with. Like, for example, let's just say let's back to that coco, right? Like I I mean would be because we all enjoy it 
the detriment of Coca Cola, but that doesn't mean we enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I, dude, I'm I'm Mexican, bro. Mexico is like the number one consumer of Coca Cola, and bro, when I have like anything that reminds me of like my mother's cooking or whatever, bro, like tacos or fucking, you know, fried fish or any of that shit, bro. Oh, I need a Coke. <laughs> but that's what I'm it's like. I would always, I will recommend somebody a Coca Cola because I believe in Coca Cola. I enjoy Coca-Cola, but if you, if you come to me and say, Hey, how can I lose weight? I drink X amount of Coca-Colas a day. It's like, bro, you need to stop drinking Coca-Cola. That's what you need to do. A hundred percent. That's the first thing. Yeah. That's the first number one. And then you need to start exercising. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to bash something that I think like, just cause it might be unhealthy. I'm not going to bash it either. Like alcohol is unhealthy, but I still enjoy having a whiskey with my friends. You know? mm-hmm. Let's not That's the best, man. Yo, let's not be fucking uh hypocrites. Hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh, um, very happy in these three whiskeys that we've uh yo, I'm vibing. I yo, I bet this one could have gone for like 2 hours before we go I want to wrap up with um, – I want to tell you guys something. So I, I was telling Steve earlier, I went on my first hunting trip today. And I'm absolutely fried, bro. Like that shit was – I didn't kill anything. I wanted to. I was going for a deer today. And, uh, bro, it's like it wasn't the most challenging thing I've ever done. I'll be honest. To, that, to this day, the most challenging thing I've ever done is probably – uh, my varsity tryouts with Coach Mike Tarlin, my junior year, and coupled with that, my the first time I went for my black belt, my first degree black belt. Those are the two hardest things I've ever done in my life. Um, but bro, that shit was not easy because I didn't I didn't go and try to like stay in a tree stand. I try to do I've been watching this this show called Meat Eater and so I try to do spot and stock which is not as easy in the forest um especially with all the thorns and shit like bro I got pricks all over my hand all over my legs fucking got fucked up man and wow. dude I saw deer as soon as I pretty much started like I saw them at like 750 and I started around 7.30, 7.45. So I saw a deer pretty much right away. Wow. Shouldn't you start earlier, man? They're, like, usually uh, active uh, a little earlier than that, no? Get out of bed. Uh, <laughs> I got, okay. got out of bed around 6, 6.10. And I left, gotcha. I left, like, right around 6.45 or so. So and sunrise was at seven fifteen. So I figured I had I had some time because it's like right around that time. Uh, sunrise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you no, know, if it was closer, which it'll be closer when I move, it'll be closer and whatnot. But um, for the for my first time, the place that I was going to, um, you know, it was like thirty five minutes away and whatnot. So, it, bro, it is, like I live in the city right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I went. And I saw some deer right away. Like I spooked him. 
I was the only person there, so it wasn't like it ruined anybody's shot. But, uh, bro, I was there from 7.45 till, till shooting hours were done, which was 5.15. Um, wow. Damn, that's a day. Dude, yeah, I'm I'm broken, man. Like, that shit, I was slightly depressed, but I was, like, looking forward to this. I was like, uh, you know what? This is going to keep me. It's going to give me, like, a bring-up. You know what I mean? Dude, awesome experience, though, man. Like, two things, a couple things to take away. One, hunting is but you can definitely make it more enjoyable with another person. The, you know what I mean? So that's, like, one and two. So, so that was cool. Like, had I been with another person, we could have – kind of cornered cornered those deer accidentally just by happenstance. Oh, you went solo? Yeah, I had to. I don't I didn't have anybody to go with. That's sick. Um and not a lot of people like to do that whole like you know how I am. I like to hike and all that crap. So not a lot of people enjoy that stuff. So kind of had I to hate hiking. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Imagine if I said, yo, we're going to hike for like eight miles today and uh, maybe we get- don't get. I'll do it because it's fun. But like for the most part, I fucking hate hiking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. It's Does that make fun. sense? Like, I know I sound stupid saying that, but it's like, like I'll climb Mount Washington like any day in the summer. Like that shit is fun as fuck. Up and down. Yeah. But that's different because that's like an experience, you know. If you tell me, yo, we're going to go walk through the woods for three hours, I'm like, no, the fuck? If you don't have – that's what purpose, I'm Purpose, man, it's purpose. <laughs> purpose over pleasure, baby. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about playing basketball. Like, I hate – oh, excuse me. That's how I feel about running. Like, I hate running. But if I have a purpose to run, I'm a run, bro. I'm a run. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it easier to run on a treadmill than run it outside. Like I, I get bored just thinking about running outside. Just running to run for cardio. I'm like, Bleh. I had to train myself to learn how to run outside. Yeah. Um. And I, I was able to do it, but like typically, like I hate running. Like I can run for days, but I hate running. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the fastest fast mile I ever ran was like six twenty. Can't, I, I don't mind running. I don't even know if I could do that now. Like, I was 160 pounds, 155 pounds at the time. I, I don't even know anymore. That, that was that was a long time ago for me. <laughs> dude, 720 was my fastest mile. Dude, I'm a I'm a thick boy now. I am a thick ass boy. I can't. I don't even like. Oh shit! Yeah, pregnancy's getting to you. No, no. <laughs> I don't even try, bro. You know that's what the, happens, man. Gain weight when the when the woman's pregnant. Yeah, but I'm athletic, bro. That's the problem. It's like even fat, I'm still athletic. So it kind of makes me confused. You know what I mean? It's like now I have guns pointed at me. Will you go to sleep? <laughs> yeah, go to sleep. I want to wake morning. up. Wake up. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Kaigi stepped in the room with a with a uh Airsoft Colt M4. Was he practicing? Let your ass up. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, and he's got the. Pit. 
Yeah, he like he's ready to join the SWAT team if, if the SWAT team was airsoft. Nah, <laughs> probably join the SWAT team, bro. That training and shit like that is so much fun, man. I I was on a I was on a live video, not watching a live video on YouTube of these guys that train people. And I, remember, Steve, I brought because I was trying to do force on force. Yeah, I remember. I was like, yo, have you guys ever done steel BBs? For force training, <laughs> you know what the reaction was. What was the reaction? No, don't do that. Don't do. That. <laughs> I was like, man, I was really about to shoot my older brother with some steel beef. <laughs> it just sounds painful. I mean, I I I inserted that cap. Is like obviously it'll hurt. Like I've been shot by airsoft guns without protection. Like that's just not fun. Yeah. So I can't. Only I, I don't think I've ever been. No, I have been shot with airsoft, but I definitely would say paintball is worse. Yeah, paintball's worse for sure. Paintball hurts more. It hurts. My brother shot himself in the leg with an airsoft pistol. That was hilarious. He was like, "Oh, it's just a plastic bullet, like BB." <laughs> ah, fuck! <laughs> oh man, that's funny shit. But all right, guys, I think I'm gonna sign off. Yeah, no, I think this is a good spot. We'll uh, we'll t- we'll catch up. I think the next time we'll do this, we'll do the Litchfield. Um, Henry, were you able to get out there or not? Yo, honestly. I got a funny fucking story if you guys got another five minutes and if you want it to be on the podcast about why I didn't go to Litchfield. How about <laughs> who wanted to be on the podcast? All right. Check it. Wait, yeah. what'd you say? No, go, 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 go. All right, peep. So we were out in Springfield and um, we were 100% ready to, to go to Litchfield in the morning, right? We were like, all right, bet we're going to wake up at like 10 get the continental breakfast at the hotel. Litchfield was like an hour away, an hour to Litchfield, maybe two hours home. Not a bad drive at all. Bro, me and Alicia woke up at, we went to 10. We both woke up at 12. Now, I didn't know she was awake, and she didn't know I was awake. The guy in the next room, bro, was going through it. Like, I'm talking going through and Pete. All right. First off, I just want to say I'm sorry this guy's life developed the way it did. Like, poor, poor dude. But at the same time, this shit was fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> what? So, first off, and I just, I got to use the word. Like, you know, I, I personally don't like using the, uh, you know, the N word, even though a lot of my black homies don't care because, you know, we're Latino and shit, but whatever. Yo, so this dude, first thing. He's like talking to himself, right? And he's like, "We we call an army. We we call an army together." Like he was drunk or, or like fucked up on something. And he's like, "If you don't answer, you ain't my nigga. If you don't answer, you ain't my nigga." Yo, he called like three people. None of them answered. <laughs> wow. No, dude. And I'm telling you, I can hear this dude as clear as day, bro. He his cousin, his poor cousin, bro. And he's like talking to his cousin, bro. Dude, this guy goes on a tangent about the New World Order, about how the black man in America can't do anything. The black man can't go anywhere. All they're teaching black girls is how to twerk to set the black man further back. Damn. 
And then no no no. And then he hits this, bro. It's it, yo. It, talking about his lawyer that got him off of, of he shot a guy and stabbed a guy, and his lawyer got him acquitted. And then his lawyer died. What? Yeah, no, dude, I, I can't make this shit up. God and then it. he was talking about his other homie who's doing like 10 years. And he's like, how come he's doing 10 years and I got acquitted? It's fucked up, man. And in my head, I was like, I mean, you could have traded places with him. <laughs> and then this was when I got a little concerned because uh, uh, like I checked my phone or something and Alicia was like, are you awake? I was like, yeah, are you hearing this shit? And she's like, yeah, it's like wild. And we tried going back to bed. But this is when I got concerned because he's talking to his cousin, right? And he goes, the white man runs everything. It's all white people and Mexicans. <laughs> oh, I oh, no, we're in trouble. It's <laughs> me with this curveball. So he goes, it's all white people and Mexicans that run the world. And if you don't speak Puerto Rican, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> if you don't speak Puerto Rican. Dog. I, I can't make this shit up, dude. It was pro- like I said, I, you know, I, I, I person and I feel bad. I wish his life had gone a different direction, but that shit was hilarious, bro. And at one point you could hear his cousin. I think he had him on like FaceTime. He had him on speaker, bro. Yeah. And he says to him, cousin, I'm sorry I shot that guy. And his cousin just goes, no, you ain't. <laughs> Yo, he hits me with this gem too. He's talking to his cousin. If I didn't drink so much and smoke so much weed, yeah, I'd be a better person. <laughs> oh my god, dude. So, nah, dude. And it got to the point. I'm gonna tell you straight up. Like, like I said to him, I was like, honestly, if this guy has a gun or something, um you know and it goes off for whatever reason like i don't want to i don't even want to be in that situation so we went down to the front desk and they they gave us a different room we told them the situation and they were you know they were super cool the hotel was great the, just this guy was crazy yeah but, um, <laughs> dude if i was by myself i would have um i would have stayed that shit was hilarious yeah wow yeah he kept us up till like 1 so I, I when we woke up, I was like, honestly, let's let's just go home because I'm tired, and <laughs> so that's it. So you, you you were up till one o'clock in the morning in bed, just listening to a guy rant on the new world order and how Mexicans and white people run the world. And if you don't speak Puerto Rican, you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> and he's talking to his cousin on the phone. Talk. <laughs> I hope he finds peace, man, but god damn, that shit was funny. Oh my god. Talk about the long hard road, huh? Yeah, right. That uh I guess his dad was a scumbag, his cousin's dad was a scumbag. Surprise. But dude, what got me what broke my heart was when none of his none of his boys answered the <laughs> <laughs> They were probably like, I already know this motherfucker's on one. Yeah. Oh my god. But all right, that's a great place to end, man. I I love that story. I gotta write it down so I don't forget like the key details. Yeah. But that shit was so funny, bro. Nah, bro, that was awesome, man. That was awesome. Anyways, hey y'all, this was the Beastin' with Brian podcast. Uh, we will be getting sponsors hopefully soon. Um, nice whiskey blog number three, 
and I guarantee you we're gonna have another another um because I enjoy it. I know you guys enjoy it. Love it. Uh, and we're just under an hour. And, well, I gotta cut out some of the beginning, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise everything else is good. Anyways, I appreciate y'all, man. We'll we'll come up with another whiskey. We'll do uh, we'll do McAllen, the baby. Yeah, Ooh. right. I guess that's what we're doing, McAllen. McAllen uh, twelve. We'll do uh, we'll do we'll do the same whiskey, uh, all together at the same time. That way, um, that way people might enjoy it more. Right. Yeah. If you like it? Make sure you love it. God bless you. We out. Peace. Peace.